0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to the Liberated Soul podcast. It has honestly been such a hot minute since I've sat down and recorded an episode for you guys. I kind of forgot I even had a podcast. And then when I logged in to start recording this one, I saw my 2021 Spotify wrapped come up. And I thought, all right, I'll just have a little read. And I didn't realize how successful the podcast has been, regardless of the fact that I would only had four episodes out. We had made the charts so i just want to start off this episode by saying a massive thank you a thank you to everyone that has been listening to this podcast who has shared this podcast or even if you just follow my business page which is soul lunar healing thank you this has been such a whirlwind of a year and I could honestly just like record a whole episode on like 2021 wrapped and I probably will um so I'm going to keep this like short and sweet by just saying thank you so much your support has not gone unnoticed and I am just so excited for next year I've set some massive goals um and we are manifesting some big things for 2022 so stay tuned for that but enough about that like i said could record a whole podcast episode on it today we're talking about comparison this will not be my only episode on comparison comparison pops up in so many different areas of our lives and the reason why i wanted to record an episode on it is because it's been really popular um, with my client calls and with my one-to-one coaching this theme of comparison has been popping up in a lot of people's lives but wearing a different hat so we could talk about comparison in terms of your career your relationship your self-worth body image comparison always pops up but i feel like the underlying theme for comparison is that comparison is the devil so i guess where to kind of begin with this whole comparison is the devil is i'm going to talk about the relationship between acceptance and creation And the way that I'm going to talk about this concept is from a business standpoint. So you're going to hear me talk about content that I create for my business and everything like that. But just know that the message, like the crux of what I'm saying can be translated into your life in the way that it deems fit. So what I mean by that is just because I'm talking about comparison, acceptance and creation, in terms of a business standpoint doesn't mean it has to translate to you in a business perspective it probably will translate in social settings as the most popular and how you kind of perceive others and how you appear to other people um and any kind of like front that you feel like you have to put on when you hang out with certain people in peer groups so I'm going to talk to you about acceptance versus creation as the way that I explain it and it's the way that my beautiful friend also explained it to me. So we were kind of talking about my business soul luna and we were having a little bit of a chat and I was talking to her about my content. She's also my assistant. So that's why I was talking to her about my business and I said to her something's off. My intuition has gotten to the point where I will know, my body will know that something is off before I even know it. And I could not pinpoint to her what was wrong with my content, why I wasn't happy with it. I just knew something was off. Like I knew aesthetically when I would look at my Instagram feed, I liked it. I knew it had a flow to it. It had structure. I had really informative posts, you know, graphics and photos that I had taken. So nothing was wrong with it structurally. And I think what I identified was that was it, you know, before I just said flow and structure, but it was a more of an emphasis on structure and it wasn't embracing the feminine flow that I had been trying to embody since I had begun my business. And I expressed this to her and she said, well, where are you operating from? And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) What does that mean? She's like, you're operating from a place of seeking external validation how about we kind of tune in to what you want to post? And when she said that, I, I swear it was like a light bulb went off and I was like, okay, you need to be my coach. Cause she's also coming on <laughs> as a client in January. And I was like, hang on, you need to coach me. This was good. You just had a little piece of wisdom there. And then As always, once the light bulb goes off, it kind of just starts this whole trail and this whole journey of self-discovery and me being like, okay, where am I seeking this validation? Why? And then it started to pop up in my clients. And then once that started, I was like, hmm, something, something's off. (laughs) I was like, something is off. How can I kind of learn to operate from a place of creation? So... What is operating from a place of acceptance? So this is what I mean by this aspect will probably translate into your life a little bit differently. But for me, right, when I had first started my business five months ago, naturally to build my business up, I had to post content that other people want to see. So it's about identifying, okay, what does my dream client say? What are their aspirations, their dreams? What are their fears or challenges? What's my audience? Who am I trying to get through to? what are their challenges what are their dreams and because I had been operating from a place of that always putting my mind in the place of my audience I had kind of lost vision of what I wanted to see for my business because it is my business after all and I think a mistake that I had made um, and you learn from your mistakes that's why you have to acknowledge them is that I had been operating as if Solon Luna was like a separate entity to what I am. So it was like me, Sarah Lefley, soul and lunar healing, two separate things. So it was like, soul and lunar healing, the owner is Sarah, instead of, this is Sarah, she runs her own business, which is soul and lunar healing. And once I kind of realized that and made that distinction is when I started to dive deeper into the concept of acceptance and validation. So let's talk about acceptance and what it kind of means. So the way that I'm going to talk about it is that acceptance also means comparison and external validation. And there is a really big difference between operating from a place of internal validation and operating from a place of external validation. So when we operate from a place of internal validation, it means that we're confident within ourselves in the execution of something or a situation that we don't need to seek other people's permission for the way that we have acted. So I'm going to use my business as an example. So if I'm operating from a place of internal validation, I don't need anyone else to tell me a good, that I'm a good coach because I know that I am a good coach. But if a client tells me you're a good coach, that obviously is going to elevate my energy and elevate my mood. But I've already known in my heart that I am a good coach. But if I was seeking external validation, what happens is that I am seeking their approval. Which in turn means that I'm operating from a place of scarcity or fear. And it can be really easy to slip into this trap, particularly in terms of relationship or friendship breakdowns where it's really easy for us to kind of slip into a scarcity mindset because we feel the need to kind of prove our narrative to other people that we have done the right thing. But if we know within ourselves that we've done the right thing, then we don't need to prove any kind of narrative. This translates in in so many different ways. It can translate in the workplace as well. It all kind of comes back to using our voice and kind of standing in our truth. That's why internal validation is so important because it means that we know in our core that this is right. So I know that I'm a good coach. So what does that mean? It means I attract people that are operating in that vibration and that frequency for myself. But if I was someone that was seeking validation from my clients all the time, seeking that approval, seeking from other people that I was doing a good job, I'm operating from a place of fear. So naturally the people that I'm going to attract are people that are operating from scarcity and need that constant reassurance and approval from me as their coach. And that's a recipe for disaster. Why? Because it creates a codependent relationship. And that's not my job as a coach. My job isn't to be a codependent. My job isn't there to tell you the answers. It's to guide you to the answers. That's why having internal validation is so important. So if we have this element of external validation, right, we're always seeking approval. I'm going to keep using the anecdote and analogy of my business because that's how I can... express it to you but make sure that you kind of take notes and you're thinking about how this translates into your life so external validation we're not living in alignment with ourselves why because we're not listening to our voice we're not listening to our intuition and then we start to operate from a place of ego and another really important thing to realize is that when we are operating from this place of acceptance we feel imbalanced we're ungrounded because we're not connecting back with ourselves and instead of posing the question of you know what do I want to see we're constantly questioning what do other people want to see so in social settings it's like well how does that person perceive me to be do they perceive me to be the party am I the girl that's going to get drunk after doing 20 tequila shots is that what I'm meant to be the life of the party is that how they perceive me But, you know, maybe you're actually quite introverted. (laughs) Maybe you don't like drinking. Maybe you don't like the way it makes you feel. Maybe you get really bad anxiety. I know I do. (laughs) So it's kind of about reflecting within and being like, well, what do I want to do? Who am I? And that's a really broad question to ask. Who am I? Right. And it kind of comes back down to our values. But. Essentially what I had to reflect on was, am I operating in my masculine or my feminine? And there's no right or wrong. There's no energy that's better than the other. There's not one that's superior. We all have masculine or feminine energy within us. It's not something that we need to cultivate or attract. We all have it. It's about how we tap into it and how we almost manifest it and by that I don't mean law of attraction manifestations but how do we like cultivate that how do we cultivate that kind of energy and the nature of running a business means I'm in my masculine and I had to grind to get here I wasn't in the bathtub and I didn't manifest this business I wasn't in the shower and I manifested 10k that's not how it works I had to put in the work. I had to put in the action steps to achieve the success that I have had this year in the last five months. And I was grinding. I worked seven days a week for the first like four, three months. I I resigned from my part-time job because I grinded. I continued to grind. I was up until like 2, 3 a.m. on my laptop, planning containers, sorting out emails, answering clients, messages and calls all of these things which I love (laughs) do not get me wrong but what it means is that I had been in my masculine for so long that I had forgotten what it was like to be in my feminine and now I'm kind of embracing a little bit more of a flow I'm trying to kind of integrate a feminine flow within my business I've even spoken to my clients about it and how they can incorporate flow it is so important to kind of embrace this feminine flow and this energy because I think it's really important for the next part of this podcast which is about creation and that's all to do with actually sitting with ourselves and reflecting but you know for the last five months I really worked my ass off to get to where I am it did not come easy to me It became easy once I realized that I was doing something that was in alignment with myself, but just the nature of running a business meant that I had to post content that other people wanted to see. That's how you build up a brand. That's how you kind of build up a business is that you need to post content that other people want to see because it's how you attract people in. That's how you sign your clients. That's how people buy your products or your services or whatever it may be for you. You need to enter the market with a product or a service that people want but you need to differentiate yourself from everyone else and mindset coaching is that industry that's highly saturated it's oversaturated so by that I mean there's a lot of us (laughs) it's also an unregulated industry which means that anyone can essentially kind of jump in and become a mindset coach because in Australia you don't need to be qualified in quotation marks you know with a degree or a certificate certificate or anything like that you can essentially just kind of enter the industry and be like i'm a mindset coach and i charge 10k for a week it's a really big exaggeration but (laughs) i have to kind of make that exaggeration to show you my point that we are in charge of how we set our prices of our services what we do because it is unregulated and because it's highly saturated we have a lot of competition so it was natural to kind of slip into that mindset of what do other people want to see from me? What kind of content can I produce? Then I kind of reached a point in my business where my books were closed. So January, I had probably closed my books around November for January. I I really cannot sign any more clients. I truly can't. If I am going to fill spots, it's probably going to be by invitation at this point. I really want to start connecting with soul aligned people. And I'm going to start taking on less clients because I want to even provide more of an intimate level of support. But because of all of this, I got into that habit. I kind of slipped into it and didn't really hold myself accountable for being like, Hey, like you need to start operating from a place of creation. And my coach had noticed that I had been operating from a place of scarcity. I was operating from that place, from that place, because I wasn't Acting in alignment with my values because of this place of acceptance. See how there's like, you know, a bit of a knock on effect, but it was something that I needed to realize. I needed to kind of have the light bulb moment and be like, oh, something's off. And that's what I did. And then my beautiful friend said, How about you operate from a place of creation? So the mindset that I had was okay, imagine I was just starting Sol and Luna. Imagine Sol and Luna hadn't even started yet. What would it look like? What would the brand kit be? What kind of palette would I have? What colors would I use? What kind of fonts, posts, anything like that? I'm someone that loves a good feed. I love aesthetics. I love looking at someone's Instagram feed. I mean, like that's beautiful photography. That's a beautiful edit. That's a beautiful graphic. Some people don't care and that's totally fine. But for me personally, that's my personal preference. I just love looking at aesthetics and different feeds. So I started from scratch, I changed my whole color palette. I changed my whole structure. I changed how I wrote captions. I changed my bio. I changed my profile picture. I booked in for a photo shoot in January. I did all of these things because I was finally acting from a place of creation. And now I can take a step back and know that I produce content that aligns with me. And my content did always align with me. But now I know it within myself because I've established myself as a coach that I don't need external validation anymore. I know I'm a good coach. I know I produce content. That's amazing. I know that I'm a queen. (laughs) I know I have good information for people that are seeking just free advice because not everyone can afford the investment of a container. And that's something that you also shouldn't put too much pressure on yourself for. I never want people to think, oh, my God, If I can't afford, you know, to pay five grand for this container, then how can I ever grow? How can my spiritual development even take place? And that's not my particular investment, but it's an example. There are so many ways and resources to use for your self-growth and development journey. It's crazy. And Instagram is a beautiful platform to consume that kind of content. So I want you to take some time now to kind of reflect. I want you to reflect on when you have operated from a place of acceptance or validation, even journal on it. I would love to hear your responses if you wanted to message me on Instagram as well. And then I want you to journal about operating from a place of creation. So for it to kind of translate to you, imagine that you wrote about how you perceive other than how others perceive you. And if you put on a facade or a mask when you're around particular people. So that kind of analogy I gave before with the girl, that's the party animal, but really she's not. And that's just who she thinks she has to be to hang out with that crowd. And I guess like the overall message is to never apologize for who you are at your core. Never apologize for the person that you are and never apologize for being unapologetically yourself because that is where internal validation is born. So let's think about the takeaways from this episode. And like I said, I'm going to kind of do a series of comparison because I think it is so important to express it and to talk about it. But I did want to kind of touch on acceptance versus creation. So let's talk about the takeaways. One, comparison is the devil. (laughs) Full stop. Sometimes comparison can be helpful to almost kick us in the gear. You know, if you see someone else doing it, why can't you do it? That kind of comparison. You just want to make sure it doesn't slip into anything quite toxic for you. Something that really consumes your life. That's why it's really important to take social media breaks because as much as I love social media, I do, I love Instagram, I also need to take a step back sometimes when it gets a little bit too much for me. If you find yourself kind of comparing yourself to other people and thinking, why can't I do that? I want you to kind of get rid of the word comparison and replace it with admiration because what you're comparing is what you admire and then think about how you can achieve that. How can you do that for yourself? Because you can, you have everything inside of you to achieve what you want to do and that's all about embodying your highest self and that's what I guide my clients through. That is essentially my motto. It's my foundation is embodying your highest self because if I can do it, why can't you? Another takeaway is thinking about when you operate from a place of acceptance and when you operate from a place of creation, or if you don't find yourself operating from a place of creation, how can you cultivate that in your life? How can you switch from your acceptance phase into creation? Make a list. Where in your life are you comparing? Where in your life are you just accepting? Where in your life are you seeking external validation? And if this is a topic that really consumes you and you're kind of just like resonating with everything I'm saying, you're like, yep, yep. But you feel trapped by the concept of acceptance and validation. I really encourage you to seek support. This support translates to whatever you need. So allow it to resonate however it needs to be. So it could be a psychologist, could be a mindset coach, could be a healer, could be a doctor. There's no right or wrong in how to seek help or who to seek help from as long as they align with you and align with your energy. That's probably the biggest takeaway. Don't be afraid to ask for support. Don't be afraid to seek that help because that's how you kind of get guided out of this external validation place and how you can really begin the path to enlightenment to kind of reach your highest self. So the reason why I wanted to share this and the reason why I wanted to record an episode on this is because I have been there. I just was there. I'm navigating it right now. I don't have it all figured out. I have my own shit. (laughs) But I'm aware. And when I became aware of this, all I needed was someone else. Someone else to point it out. To be like, you need to think about creation. Allow your friends to be that person for you. Allow your coach to be that person for you. Allow your family to be that person for you, to kickstart it. But then you need to learn how to be that person for yourself because that is how you're going to navigate life and navigate your healing journey. So I hope something in this episode has resonated with you. I hope you've taken something away from what I've said about comparison, about acceptance and creation. I only wanted to just touch on it and kind of plant the seed so you can kind of go away, think about those prompts that I said, make that list, because in another episode, we're going to dive even deeper into comparison and what it means. So, Thank you so much for listening. I did go on a little bit of a hiatus, but I'm back delivering this episode to you two days before Christmas. So I hope you all have a really beautiful break. If Christmas is the worst time of the year for you, a highly emotional time, I'm sending you love and I see you. This is my first Christmas without both of my grand grandmas and my partner isn't here for Christmas. He's gone back home. So it's a really difficult time of year. I feel you. But if you love Christmas, go for it. (laughs) Either way, I hope you all have a beautiful Christmas or for those that don't celebrate, a really beautiful Saturday. And I'll talk to you soon.